And the Mafia people are asking exactly where is that live show tomorrow. It's at the Sunday Swagger headquarters. And write this down. It's 22687 Old Canal Road in Yorba Linda. The thing I love about this is it's me, Cappy, Corporate Greg, Producer Lindsay, and Chris Morales. Um, and uh, there's going to be a lot of stupidity on the show tomorrow. Put me uh, and Cappy together. It's trouble. You know, Cappy's grown on me. What, you didn't like him at first? I, at first, I wasn't sure. Yeah? I was like, oh, I don't know about this I've Cappy known, guy. I've known Cappy so long. I did not know him. Yeah, I've known him for 25 years. And now years. I like... I listen. I I love the guy. Like I listen to it the whole drive home. I used to like sometimes put on a podcast or run calls or something. Like now I like listen to the whole time. So who do you like better, Shadano or Cap? When you listen to the show, oh. <laughs> I walked into that one, didn't I? Absolutely walked into that one. <laughs> well, it's a yes or no. It's a it's an <laughs> it's a, a yeah. or B. It's a binary question. Yes. Who do you like better? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Bergman, who do you like better? It depends on what you want. Do you want a, a good go. sports steak or do you want to be there silly? There you go. Oh, two I, things can be true. Two at the things same can time. be true at once. I love yeah. them both. I think yeah. I think Sedano's a much better in on sports and being and being the driver. I think that Cappy yeah, is right. hilarious and weird and he's and he makes me laugh constantly. He yeah. makes me laugh. He does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So, I but I also that. think he needs a, what? I, I what? Just, I, it's getting worse. <laughs> what is? Greg Bergman now has about. some bling. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't that it's say it's Jorge? That's, that says Jorge. You're wearing, I'm repping Jorge. So you're wearing Jorge's bling. Looks good. You're wearing a I hoodie. Wanna be, I want to be like Jorge. You're wearing sunglasses. Yeah. Got a hat. Are you like robbing a bank mm. later? What is going on? I mean, are you in? <laughs> and pinning it on Jorge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, when, when the cameras are looking at me, the guy's like, name is Jorge. Jorge. He was Jorge. wearing it around his neck. <laughs> Suspect goes by the name of Jorge. Yes. <laughs> so you know what? Somebody, somebody in the in the Mason Island community, go look this up. There has got to be an example. It's probably on like Florida Man website. Yeah. Of like a bank robber who was wearing a name tag. There's got to be that. I'm oh, sure. sure. World's That's dumbest criminals. Remember yes. totally that show Florida. was out for a while? Yeah. Totally Florida. I used to follow that Florida man, Florida woman account. It was so funny. Yeah. Well, it's always a Florida man, Florida woman. No, but there's like an actual account you follow with yeah, like the dumb stories. stupid yeah. in Florida. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. From we get the point. Yeah. <laughs> oh. By the way, this song. Yeah. Don't do karaoke to this song. Why? Because it's just this and it's nothing else. You're right. Oh, Lord. You're right. That's it. This is all it is. I did it one time and it was a mistake. You're like, where are the rest I, of the words? I wanted the oh, whole point of the do 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 The whole right? point is the drum. And, but there's there's an interlude of like a minute before that where you're standing up there doing nothing. Right. Oh, was, so you was, stand up there for the music. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I just wanted to do that. Right. What is uh, this? Just that part. Are, yeah. are these maracas? Is this? No, <laughs> this is like... Uh, this is the low drum and this is the high drum. <laughs> nice job. <laughs> so it was interesting because I play that because it, yesterday was National Drummer Day. Oh, uh, they really do have a day for everything. They okay. do. Okay. okay. But drummers are, like, for example, do you have a thought on who the greatest drummer of all time? Phil Collins is definitely on the list. See, I'm not the right person to ask about this. I didn't think so. No. I was like... Oh, Phil Collins is the drummer? <laughs> you did not know he was no. a drummer. Yeah, he was a drummer for yeah. Genesis. Bergman, what comes to mind for so you? So the the first person that comes to mind for me is actually Dave Grohl. Yeah, Dave Grohl he from does Nirvana. Everything. He, was, he was playing the drums well, for Nirvana. Nirvana, he also played the drums for Tenacious D, who yeah. I love Tenacious D. Yeah. He can play every instrument, but uh, he was a, an amazing Dave drummer. Grohl just seems like the greatest guy in the just world. Just in general. I just yeah. want to hang out with Dave yeah, Grohl. Yeah, I would love to hang out with Dave Grohl. Have you seen Foo Fighters in concert? But he's probably Mama? not the best ever, but, but I know he's what a you're good talking drummer. About. Um, I, I know I, who that is. I had... Uh, <laughs> The Taylor Hawkins who passed away from oh, the he Fighters. Was, he was good. He was he was legendary. John Bonham, Led Zeppelin. John Bonham. Uh, you know who I love? Marcus Mumford. Of course you do. Great drummer. Ringo Starr. In fact, Momo, you and I saw Marcus we Mumford, did. and he played a huge he was good. drum solo. What about Neil Peart? I don't know Neil Peart. Rush. Rush. The Rush drummer. What about uh, Meg White? Meg White. From the White Stripes. Meg White is, I saw them in concert. It's just the two of them. It was just Jack White and Meg White, and she was fantastic. She's awesome. She's she awesome. Was fantastic. Yeah. So those are some of them. Uh, oh, Chad P Chad Smith from uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Yep. Another, Another good one. one. Drummers are kind of like offensive linemen, huh? 
Uh, drummers are they're like extremely important. If you do not have a good right. drummer or a good but they're not line, always so well known. Not always. Like but, I mean, you actually, you were naming like probably legendary Hall of Fame drummers. Yeah. And then you had to tell me what band they were from, and then I was like, oh, well, that's a good band. Lars Ulrich from Metallica. Uh, Metallica. From Metallica. I got that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah that yeah. one's probably one of the top. Yeah, probably one of the top. Uh, shout out. Uh, but was he really? Is he really that good, or is he just featured in the videos? No, no, no. He was really okay. that. Good. Okay. Yeah. Like he, he I think he made featured. his own sticks. Like he, he made oh, out of like a birch tree from wherever <laughs> they're from. Sticks. <laughs> that sounds like a legendary tale. Okay. Uh, let's uh, let's get off that and moving on. There you go. National right. Drummer so, Day. Yeah, National Drummer Day. That's a. <laughs> oh, you know who plays the drums? That is really surprising. Mm. Who? Carrie Underwood. Really? She have you have you ever watched her son? I've been waiting all day for Sunday night. Huh? They cut away in the middle of that, and she's just she's going. She's banging. Can I saw her in concert, and she was she was much better than you would have thought. Like, she's oh, much I think more she's mu- great. She's she, people think of her as a great voice. Yeah, but she's much more of a musician. Okay, yeah. good. She's great. Yeah. All right. Uh, so one, one last thing. Sorry, Mason. Yeah. There was uh, you know the blurred lines drummer. God, I, I'm blanking on his what, name. What for for. Uh, for um, uh, uh, Alan Thick's Alan, kid, yeah, Robin Thick. I like to call him he was Alan Thick's kid. Yeah, Robin mm-hmm. Thick. He was at the remote on um, Friday down at Black Gold. He works with Tequila Mandala, and he he came on and just started like talking to us about drumming. It was, oh wow, it was actually really really cool. Oh, that is cool. That yeah. is cool. All right, so Shohei Otani this is the international man of mystery. Everybody wants him. Nobody knows what he wants. Nothing in baseball can happen until he decides. He is the first domino, and no others will fall until he reaches a decision. So I found John Paul Morosi, who's a very good baseball writer. Yeah. You know, he went to Harvard. Did he really? Yeah. Just a random just a random fact. Snooty. J.P. Morosi. You guys are all snooty about your educations. You, Stanford, Morosi, Harvard. Yeah. When I used to work with when I used to work with Kellerman, Columbia. I think that's right. Yeah, oh Kellerman's really into Marcellus went to Columbia. Marcellus went to Columbia. Yeah, Yeah, he always lorded that over me because I went to Bowling Green State University. It's a great friggin' school. Party school. (laughs) So (laughs) good place to party. I'm not sure about the education part, but the partying was awesome. So John Paul Morosi gave a little bit of insight into what Shohei Otani might be thinking. Listen to this, Momo. What I'll tell you is this. After speaking with people around the industry and those more familiar with Shohei's thinking, the difference between this free agency and the first time that he came to North America is that he is probably less concerned about geography and more concerned about the quality of the team that he's going to. Yes, money is going to matter. We know that. Yes, the Dodgers probably remain the favorites to sign him, and they are a West Coast team, uh, and they've got the capacity to spend. That's the really key thing with the Dodgers. Not only is it a very quality team that wins the, the division basically every year in the last decade, but they've got a lot of room to spend and build a roster out around him. So I, I do think, yes, there is still an advantage to the Dodgers, but when you look east of the Mississippi or in that general area, you got a team like the Cubs who have just hired Craig Council. We'll hear from him later on today in the press conference. I think those types of ball clubs that, that are showing a, a willingness to compete and contend, whether it's the Cubs. I even had somebody tell me, Lauren, in the last week or so, that Shohei would be very intrigued by playing for the Atlanta Braves. Now, I don't expect the Braves to sign him because their priority is upgrading their pitching staff for 2024, but that gives you an idea of where his thought process is. So what I heard was the Dodgers are the favorite, but generally speaking, this report makes me afraid that they're going to miss him. Because what he said was, we uh, we've always said Seattle, San Francisco, because he's going to be on the big uh, on the West Coast. Well, apparently the geography, at least according to this report and sources close to Shohei, he doesn't care about the geography. He cares about the quality of the team. Now, to me, that still means Dodgers, but it puts other people on the board that we might not have thought of. He mentioned Atlanta, the Cubs. Uh, the Yankees, the Mets, all those, we've always counted them out, or I've always counted them out because they're East Coast teams, and I assume Shohei wants to be on the West Coast, but Morosi says that's not necessarily true. I heard something completely different. Okay, good. Tell me. 
uh, wants to be on the Dodgers, just needs a little leverage. That's what you heard from that? Yeah. That's what I heard. Yeah. That's what you heard too? Yeah. Well, why, why did I hear the Why wouldn't his agent? You take things very literally. Yeah. Why right? would, why We're would, like reading into all the different specifics. That's my job is to the, read into all this okay, stuff. Okay, listen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the NBA insider for a second. Okay. okay. Wait, whoa, whoa. Before you do that. I'm going to just decode some okay, reporters before you, speak. Before you do that. Okay. Let me just ask you this. Um, before today, did you think Shohei was a threat to sign Yankees, Mets, Braves, Cubs? Yeah. You did? Yeah. I did not. I thought it was 80% Dodgers, 20% the field. Okay. The field is expanded, though. I guess that's what I'm saying. Okay. East Coast, in play. Shohei doesn't yeah. care about Always geography. Always thought they were in play. Why wouldn't his agent want to put all those people out, what if they out don't there? Put, what if they don't make the Godfather offer because he blew out his elbow? What if they're hesitant? Somebody's to, making the Godfather right? offer. So that's why there's always been a chance they don't get him. I think they were going to make the Godfather offer before he did this, before the elbow. Now I don't know. Oh, I think they do it. I, they do it no matter what. They, I think make they all do the money it no matter what. And by the way, Otani apparently came out at some point and said his intention is to win the Triple Crown next year. Good for him. Which is not, I mean, good yeah. for set Set the bar high, man. Um, I still think he's coming. I can't imagine the Dodgers don't get this one. And it's not necessarily a deal that will pay off at the end, but it is a deal that's going to pay off now. And the Dodgers got to do something because Dodger fans are still hurting from what happened the last two years in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, look, there's two ways they could go. They've sort of mailed it in on free agent pitchers for the entire Andrew Friedman era, Yes, essentially. No pitcher has gotten more than a four-year contract. Right. You just said, we're not not going to do it. Yep. Right? I, they could do something differently there. They could just decide, we're going to spend on pitching now. We're going to spend on starting Yamamoto, pitching. Yeah, Blake, Blake Snell, Snell Aaron Nola, all those guys. Get, those, get all the pitchers. They could do that and let Shohei go. Because their problem wasn't offense. Their problem was pitching. I don't think they will do that. I think they will go get more offense. I think they go get Shohei. I do too. I, but but it's 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 in doubt they for gotta, me now. They got to do both. They have to do both this year. They they're gonna crack into the luxury tax. They should. We're owed that at this point. Um, Shohei Otani is more than just a player. He's a transcendent personality that is going to reach around the globe. That is part of the huge full stop. Pull. Yeah. yeah. Um, in the case of now, now they're in it on uh, Yamamoto, who's supposed to be fantastic. Yeah. Maybe the most polished pitcher ever to come from Japan. Now, I don't know if wow. they're necessarily going to get both of those guys, but I know they're targeting both of those guys. I mean, they, like, as you say, they have to do something differently. They kind of patched a pitching staff together in a bullpen together the last few years. It was enough in the regular season. It blew up in their faces during the playoffs. And yet, they didn't score any runs either time. So, whatever they're doing, it would be insane to keep doing it all again and hoping things change and just work out differently this time. Right. They just have to do something. So, I would I would go get Shohei for the simple fact of how important he is to the game of baseball and in the world. Like, yes. I just think stars matter. It's like they have the same kind of DNA that the Lakers do where it's like LeBron matters. Yep. LeBron matters because he is LeBron James. Right. Shohei Otani is Shohei Otani. He yeah. is a giant superstar around the world. Like teams like the Dodgers, teams like the Yankees, teams like like those blue bread franchises, they have all of those players pass through their doors. Yeah. You just do. They go get all those stars. I think they're going to get him. I And you know what? Morosi, I'm sort of twisting that around. He mm-hmm. does say the Dodgers are the favorites. Yeah, he did. And and I think there's no question. That I heard are. Dodgers are the favorites. Don't be surprised if he the goes Cubs, and takes meetings Braves, elsewhere. The Yankees, the Mets, yeah. Here's some other names. Here's who he'll take meetings with. It's mostly a leverage game for him and his agent so that they can make sure the Dodgers really come correct. Yeah. And something like the Dodgers are like plus 150 and the Cubs are plus 350 to sign them. So they're right there. Uh, there's a lot of, by the way, reaction in the Mason and Ireland Mafia to greatest drummer ever. Really? Yeah. Um, so that really took off. Yeah. Joe Morello? That's uh, uh, oh, Rage, isn't it? Oh, I think so. I thought that was Tom Morello. Joe Morello. John Bonham? Yeah, we said John Bonham. We said we said him. Isn't it Tom Morello? 
Uh, Buddy Rich is arguably the greatest drummer of all time. Yeah. Jazz drummer. Very famous. Dave Grohl. Oh, it is Joe Morello. Travis Barker from Blank. Sheila E. Sheila E. Yeah, good. Uh, Neil Pert. There's a Neil Pert vote. Yeah, got that one in there. Yeah, we got some of those in there. Yeah, no, drummers. I always think the drummer for Cream. Who is? Cream. Drummer for Cream. You know, Eric Clapton. Cream. Oh, yes. I'm familiar with Eric Clapton. Yeah, Yeah. but you're not familiar with Cream? Layla? No. No. Oh, okay. That's yeah. the problem when you talk about drummers. It's like, well, but the band, you don't know it's the, the band. band Cream. Well, you know that. I know the band Cream is like super old school. And drummer Ginger Baker. Nope. No, didn't. But is that somebody you're a fan of or how <laughs> did that <laughs> I'm, I, uh, You're a big Ginger Baker person? No, Are you like well, the president I, of the Ginger like Baker Cream. fan club? You love Cream? I love Cream, and that's the drummer for Cream it. and yeah. Ginger Baker. Yep. It's, he, has, it's very, uh, he has a lot of good solos in there. There you go. Just put the sunglasses back on. Yeah. I know. I, I got seriously. tired of it. Yeah, I, I couldn't wear sunglasses inside like it that. It was hot, too. Yeah, and you look like a D-bag. Well, you just feel... <laughs> All right. Yeah. Hey, you relax over there. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up next, Momo, you actually sent this story today. I did. About a sideline reporter who maybe has handed out some bogus intel. Is that <laughs> fair to say? Uh, that's kind. We'll do that coming up next. Mason and Ireland. Momo in for John 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Momo was just in this really heavy conversation with me. You were kind of listening. You are mostly typing. I was half there. I was mostly typing. Enough. What was it about? Mm. Can I tell it shortly? I don't know. I just said I don't I'm like- remember. It was about how there was something that was bothering me professionally. Yeah. And rather than get upset about it, I'm trying to take the disrespect and turn it into something positive. Yeah. Don't get upset. Just Tai Chi that. Just, oh, that's the slogan. Don't just get tai- upset. Just Tai And you have to do the hand motion. Well, too? Tai Chi is just taking chi the, chi like somebody like. the motions. Yeah. It's like somebody punches into your hand and you absorb the power and redirect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like Dragon Ball Z type stuff. You know what? When we started that conversation, I'm not uh, touching that. Dragon I, Ball Dragon nope. Ball Z. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I'm always saying things, and like, like later, you guys are like, "Oh, that was so funny when you said that." It had this Dragon Ball Z connotation. Is a, Dragon Ball Z is a game. It's not a game. You say so. It's a movie. It's a movie. It is a movie. I just want. I mean, I guess Dragon Ball Z is a game. I say so much stupid things. It is based on the TV show slash movie. He doesn't even catch that. I say so much stupid things. Yeah, all the time. So much you stupid. That, now we have to cut that. Yeah, now we've got to cut that I, up. I know you missed it the first time. So I wake up this morning and what do I see? <laughs> a text from Momo. Yeah. And it is a text related to Carissa Thompson, who appeared on the Pardon My Take podcast. Yep. And she made this interesting admission 
uh, that I want us to react to. Here is Carissa Thompson. But I'll say it again. I would make up the report sometimes because, A, the coach wouldn't come out at halftime. Or okay, let me just say, let me add something to that. She's talking about when she was working as a sideline reporter. Correct. She's now a, a host on Amazon, but she was a sideline reporter. But I'll say it again. I would make up the report sometimes because, A, the coach wouldn't come out at halftime or it was too late, and I was like, I didn't want to screw up the report. So I was like, I'm just going to make this up because, mm -hmm. first of all, no coach is going to get mad if I say, hey, we need to stop uh, hurting ourselves. We need to be better on third down. We yep. need to stop turning the ball Press over. The quarterback. We need, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and do a better job of getting off the field. Like, they're not going to correct me on that. Right. So I'm like, it's fine. I'll it, just make up the report. I'll just make up the report. How many times do you cringe hearing that? It's rough. It's rough. Just <laughs> making up reports. I've uh, never heard an admission like that. Well, also, I think she was talking about like 15 years ago, but it still doesn't make it better. It's kind of like, I, I think um, I understand why this could happen because I've done the sideline reporting thing. It is a hard right. job. Like people sometimes don't come out when they're supposed to come coaches, out and talk to you. Coaches they cannot totally be cooperative. Blow you off. Yeah. Um, and I like I was always the radio sideline person. So like you get the last choice. Yeah. Like you know the TV person has dibs, and then the radio person is like, yeah, whoever you can get, right? Um, and so I would often like I would grab somebody, right? And they would say something, and it doesn't mean that anything they said was great. But I would attribute, you know, I just but spoke it was to real. so and so assistant. I spoke to a Warriors assistant coach who said blah blah blah. I spoke to a Rockets assistant coach, you know, whatever. But those guys really they were, said they really those did say that. I didn't just make. Now I think in journalism, there is um, a lack of trust that is permeating our industry. Okay. And I think it is a very dangerous thing, and it is also way too easy to get away with casual sourcing okay so, so a lot of times, describe what you mean how many times you see a report where it'll say sources told so-and-so sources told me sources told me is yeah. different from sources told so-and-so because then it becomes hearsay right, right right so sources plural yep i would venture to say that 50 percent of the time the person says sources plural they probably only have one hmm I would say a lot so of why times. You, so they're saying sources. Well, because two sounds to, like more to buck up their yeah report. And because you can just casually do that, and because it used to be that an editor would say, "Okay, who are your sources?" and you would have to say, "These are my sources." Right. But nowadays, people can just throw stuff on X, and nobody's calling you. By the time it's out there, it's out there. What strikes me about this, Momo, is why do we even have sideline reporters? I think there's a value to it. I mean, the coaches never oh, going yeah. to Most say of the something time they of say, value. They don't say much. I mean, it's ne but you're never going like, to walk away with some great insight. Well, the really good sideline reporters do. They actually do have great reports sometimes. So most of those reports are probably gotten. gotten I, by the from, way, I shouldn't say that. I watched the Lakers on Wednesday night. Shadano's really good. Yeah, really good. And, as or, a or like reporter. you know, they 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 can go get immediate injury updates. They can get stuff in the huddles. Right. A lot of the stuff they'll say on air, though, is from pregame interviews that they did, and it's just little bits of color Which is good. to add to the game and reporting. I think some of those are really good, but that's like extra stuff. I think a lot of the sideline reporting gig is performative. It's like there's the first quarter interview with the, the coach whose team is trailing at the end of the first quarter, and you just have to go in there and ask. And it becomes like theater, Yeah, which is why, why Greg Popovich hates it and usually like blows the reporter off or whatever. Um a lot of it's theater, but there is a way to to make it really good. And there's there's there are so many times that most of what you say is totally worthless. Right. Like I can't tell you how many reports I would give where I would stand in that huddle, I was like a weird eavesdropper and like listen in and I couldn't hear anything. Yeah. Because I'm even though I'm close, I'm not close enough. And I would say to actually I remember this very distinctly. Phil Handy was with the Toronto Raptors at the time. Okay. And I was doing the finals and I would say, Phil. No idea what he just said. What did he say? And he gave like a, a you know, a, a quick recap of, of two or three points that Nick Nurse said in the huddle. Right. And I was like, okay, thanks, dude. <laughs> like, so you had something. So I would I'd have something. Yeah. And I'd be like, so, it's, you know, the Raptors just had a very intense huddle where Nick Nurse was talking about the need to get back on defense. We can beat this team if we get back on defense and stop them in the half court rather than, you know, something like that. Right. That's, that is kind of what he said. Right. 
But but what she's saying like, is, am I adding all that much? Of course they need to get back on defense. Like probably Hubie Brown is going to say that three seconds later. Yeah, yeah. They didn't need me to tell him that Nick Nurse is telling his guy. But it adds to the broadcast because sure. I say it with this breathless enthusiasm. Nice. Did that get you going? It is performative. Right? It's performative. <laughs> You're not actually breathless. You're I, just playing yeah, breathless. That's right. Steve Kerr says, guys, we can win this game, but we've got to take care of the ball. If we give them 10 extra shots a game, then they're going to make five of them, and that's how we lose. The margin for error in this game is a championship. See? Yeah. I mean, that's like total, like, no duh. Obviously, yeah, don't turn the ball over. It is sort of Captain Obvious. Yeah. But, th- but they're never going to give you something that's not obvious. Yeah, I mean, I'm totally, like, listening in on the no huddles. coach, No coach coming out at halftime and says, no. okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to change our defense. Yeah. It's, no. None of it's that great. No. It's the way you deliver it. It makes it feel immediate. Like, right. I'm right there in the huddle. Okay. My issue is more with the, like... And I don't, I don't know Chris. I've always respected her work. I think she's really good as a I studio I think she's host. really good as a studio host. I, really, yeah. I think she's really good as a studio really host. Um, I, think what, I think that's more of a setting. And I, I didn't co- bring this up to like just cancel anybody or anything like that. I just think it's a misjudgment um, in saying that and doing that. I think she's on the, the, what, the, what, the what was the Pardon My Take? Pardon My Take podcast, which, which is, is super loose and people yeah, say and, whatever. And, and sometimes their mouths you're playing up. to the crowd. Right. You know, like those guys are going to think that's funny. Yes, yes. I think that that's how I heard it. Yeah. Um, I It's just not something you say or do. And I, I don't know. I was bummed because it just undercuts credibility for everybody who tries to do it. Yeah. But I do think I'm very upset about the casual. People just casually source things all the time. I catch them in it, too. I, you catch, I know who your source is. You're the source police. There's one source. Don't pretend like you have three or four. Because that's a different level. Like, they're used to, like, and that's why people, like, you can just throw out any report all the time. Somebody said Eastern Conference Scout. Okay. Right, Eastern Conference Executive. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, I mean, how many stuff, like, at least you identified your source. The worst is when they go league sources. League, anybody in the league. Right. Peripherally. So you're saying. It's just too casual. If you have one source, say. Source people do that all the says. time. And I, I see And don't it. say sources. Yeah, you should have two. Yeah. But people don't want to risk getting beat, and so they go with one, and then they're wrong. All right. Anything big like that, you have to have two, I want at to f- least. I want Sorry. to finish with- uh, Journalism 101. Yeah. Just, no, it's like teaching a class. It is. We, we've all learned a lot. All right. So- You want to hear some more breathless reporting? No. Okay. So- uh, <laughs> Let's I see, think what you, do I, I want to do, do next? Uh, Dana White has got a new health kick. Oh, God. <laughs> and by the way, it's working. But it's dangerous. If he doesn't die first, my God. We'll explain next. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. What? For the second time in three years, Shohei Otani has the American League most valuable player. Yep. No surprise. Was it unanimous? uh, I don't have the unanimity line, no. Because Garrett Cole was unanimous in the AL for Cy Was he? And Blake Snell missed by like two or three. Okay. It probably is, but I think Corey Seager may have gotten a couple votes. Um, because if Shohei didn't exist, Corey Seager was winning it. Oh, yeah. Corey would have won. He would have won. Uh, awards let's voting. Let's see. And this is last year. Let's go to 2023. Oh, here it is. 
So Shohei Otani had all 31st place votes. Corey Seager had 24 second place votes. Marcus Simeon had five, and Kyle Tucker had one. There you go. So which unanimous. Means, yep. Which means somebody is missing here. Right. It's not very often that a unanimous MVP winner would yep. be a free agent. That is, that's a franchise changer. You know why there's unanimous? That's a hard word to Unanimity? say. Unanimity? Yeah, it's a weird word to say. Mm-hmm. Because everybody's votes are public. Right. If you made the votes private, you would have more, you, you would have so? less unanimity. Why? Because I am a voter in basketball. Yeah. And I know that my vote is public, and I do think it influences the vote. You think your vote... Because all... Like, when you go through all the different things, like, if you really want to do something, let's say on an all-defensive team, and you're just like, I really think this guy's great at defense. And I know he only played 53 games, but I'm putting him on the first team because he's the best defender. Right. I don't know. I'm just making up an Anthony Davis line or something like that. Okay. You know that that is a hill that you're going to have to die on. Right. Because you will be the only one who does that. Yeah, but so what? If somebody had voted for Corey Seager, nobody would have said, oh, my God, you're completely out of your mind. Yeah, but then people go, oh, but Corey missed all these games and in the beginning of the year when they had that. Shohei missed a lot of games. I I mean, you you, you can construct a case that would justify a first-place vote for Corey Seager. Of course. Well, and he had the last laugh. Yes. All right. uh, By the way, what what if the Rangers get him? There, I've seen that they're I mean, if I was Shohei, I'd be like... You know, that team just won the World Series, and they have a good young core, and yep. they've proven that they're willing to spend. Played them all those times in a row. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> okay, so. Not for nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, everybody's got a health kick. Everybody's got a thing. I know. I'm on like four of them right now. Yeah. I'm on the Brussels sprouts and sweet potato. <laughs> Sauerkraut. Sauerkraut diet. That's so weird. So <laughs> It's made up. It is not made up. In fact, I asked Juan to send a text. Let's see if he's done it yet. I, okay, if, I want to see a picture tonight when you eat that. Okay. Selfie I'll, on the I, group text. I will absolutely put a selfie on the group okay. text of me eating Brussels sprouts. And I want to and... see it like, I would like to see that at least three of the next days of the week. So for the next Wait, week, for the next week, I'm going to take a picture of myself every night eating Brussels sprouts and sweet yeah. potatoes. I just want to see that and it's an every crab. night oh, thing. Oh, and sauerkraut. Yes. Yeah. I'll do. I'll do a video tonight. I'm not going to tonight, do it every Friday single day. night, no, Monday night, Tuesday ass. night, not, and Wednesday I night. So I, I, I don't mind if you don't do it every day. Yeah. No. If I go home and I post this, it's it's done. That's it's just one time. Deal. You could go get it from the store and do it that oh, one God. time, and then you not do it any. Yeah. Again. I need to see this at least two or three times over the next week. Are you are you not that conniving? Would you not play up something? Sophie, who would make who would make this up? That wasn't me either. That had to be you. It was not me. I did not call. Greg, I you screened the call. Yes, it was not me. (laughs) Answer the question truthfully. Answer. It's not Tuesday. (laughs) It was not Mason. Thank you. So somebody else Someone called in to impersonate Sophie Mason from being Sophie. So the God's honest truth, and can I say that? Uh, the the oh. truth is that Sophie has called before when Mason was here. Yes, hi. Yeah, so Sophie in Venice has called before, and it was not. I'm like, so you're now Mason's dog? And they said, yeah, and then they went on. Yeah. I'm always amazed. So it, was not, it wasn't. I just didn't want to. I wanted. I liked the bit that John was saying that it was him. I, I was still a, think it was you. I was at Trader Joe's last night, and somebody <laughs> somebody recognized me. Okay. And they started talking, and we talked for a while, and he knew everything. Yeah. He knew about Juan. He knew the th- the names of all three of my dogs. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm you like, talk about them crazy. on air. It's crazy. All right, People so. People know you. Let me do this last thing. So Dana White, who's the president of the UFC. Yes. Uh there's a story circulating around, and I want you to hear this. He says, until he jumped into this health kick, he had 10.4 years to live. Now listen to this. They do these tests on you, and they know when you're going to die. Oh. And they're right within a month. So I'm like, wait a minute. This guy can tell me when I'm going to die and be right within a month? That was your hook. I became obsessed. So I went down there. They did my blood work. He said, if you keep doing what you're doing right now and you stay on this trajectory, you got 10.4 years. I said, 10.4 years. Now, let me just ask you. No doctor in the world, Dana, respectfully, and everybody else, no doctor in the world can say, 
you're going to live for 10.4 years, and I'll be within a month of being correct. Come on. I mean, that's like what actuaries do. This, yeah, like I the know. definition of an actuary. Yeah, but he's ta- he's talking from a health perspective. Yeah, okay. Continue. 10.4. Is that like 10 years and then May? Tell the truth. Five years. In, you kind of want to know who the doctor is. I do want to know who the Me doctor too. is. I, I think it's a load of hokum. I want to know what it's hokum. based on. Yeah, I do too. Now, here's what you're going to die in 12.3 years. 12.3 years. I'm going mean, to live it up till then. Numbers, right? Eyeball yeah. you. <laughs> Correct. It just, Hold on. It's like it's like the people who can. But I mean, there's people who can do like people. You look like you got about three years left. <laughs> <laughs> what if the guy would have said you got like two days? Two days. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. Point four. Oh, but he has a month apart, so it could be you point know, four a month of one year, days. but give or take. Yeah. So how is Dana getting healthy? And there are pictures. He looks great. He did an 86-hour water fast. So he did nothing but drink water for 86 hours. Now, there is no way, there is no doctor in the world who would say, yeah, that's a good way to get in shape. Just don't eat anything and drink 86 hours worth of water. Two reactions. It's almost four days, essentially. Four days with no food. That's basically what a boxer does to cut weight. True. You know, like you don't eat anything and you suck on ice chips for a couple of days. Right, right. And you feel super weak and terrible. And then the second you possibly can, you drink and eat everything possible. (laughs) Just try to like, that's like when you do a weigh-in and you're like 50, and then the day after you gain 15 pounds. Yeah, right. That's That means the severe weight cut. And a lot of times the more severe weight cut means you're going to lose the fight because it's really unhealthy. Yeah. Bergman, (laughs) have you ever been on a water fast? No, I'm not, no, I'll I'll fast for like twenty hours. Well, you right. That's just like, like intermittent. Yeah, fasting. intermittent. I'll do that all the 20 time. Twenty hours. Yeah, well, yeah, it's just intermittent fasting. You just don't like you go to sleep and then you don't eat again until like late at night. Ooh. Or See, later I'm not. I'm day. not quite. Uh, intermittent I've, done, I've done it. I've done it plenty of times, and it actually does help. You I always hungry. finish dinner at eight, and then I eat something the next day at noon. Am I intermittent fasting? Yeah. Well, yeah, you are. Eight, so yeah, eight to noon is that enough is to it? call it sixteen hours? Yeah, sixteen hours. Yeah, I mean that's, that's definitely. Yeah, I. So this is true. You don't eat anything in the morning. I eat nothing in the morning. What about I coffee? Eat a breath. I don't drink coffee until I get here. Wow. I don't really need coffee to function. I need coffee to serve as jet fuel to do this get show the every day. Show exactly. Ah. Blast off. But you don't eat anything before the show. I eat a breakfast sandwich from Starbucks. That's it. Yeah, two hundred and seventy calories. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, I did a water fast one time. Okay. How long? A week. Uh, I went to a place out in the desert called the We Care Spa. And you go for a week with no food, doing nothing but drinking water and taking supplements. And you know, the truth is, when it was over, I felt great. I felt clear. I felt like I was thinking Mm -hmm. clearly, that my actions were... I mean... I really felt good. Now, what happened was, I was like, oh, my God, I haven't eaten in a week. What am I going to do? Ended up going to McDonald's and getting a Big Mac. Of course. Ruined the entire thing. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I I, did the lemonade diet for, like, three days. Now, does that mean drink nothing but lemonade for three days? Yeah, it's the cayenne pepper thing, you know. Oh, I know that one, yeah. That one, the master cleanse. I did it for three days. Uh, But that, I mean, obviously, that has, it has some maple syrup and lemon and cayenne, so it has a little bit of nutritional value. And I did that the first day, I felt ill like yep. i was like throwing up it was really gross sure the second day i felt really hungry right and the third day i felt amazing like you're on a high you're on a high because you had I was some sort high. of detox or something yeah. and then but after that i was like yeah i'm done i don't know how people do this for a week uh in the mason and ireland mafia grant in la says a three plus day water fast can reset your immune system okay I just think people can say that, you know. Oh, now everybody wants to see a picture of me eating Brussels sprouts and sweet potatoes. Yeah, I, do. I want. I, a... I, I will deliver on that and sauerkraut. I want more than one. Because one is like you could stop at Whole Foods on the way home. No, I'm not. So, I, I'll I'll do it right away. I've got okay. everything. Yeah, no, just I've got all the today, ingredients. And then do it like one more time. Okay, I'll I'll do it one more time just to prove. Yeah. I don't know why you would doubt me. I'm an honest guy. You are honest, but you also live for the bit. It's true. I do. (laughs) All right. uh, Coming up next for you is Game of Games. Whose game is it today? No one? Anyone? It's your game. Oh, it's my game. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, was I supposed to do it? Oh, 
it's my game. I gotta whip something up real quick. I think Cappy should be on. Cappy's gonna say, play. I, I don't know. I don't even know. If okay, somebody from the afternoon Someone will, will play there. And I believe I've got it's some good. game that I wrote sometime last week. We will do that coming up next. Mason, Ireland, seven ten ESPN. All right, here we go. It is game of games time. It is my game today. And uh, in honor of Pepe Mentia, uh, this is a potpourri game. Oh, God. Now, it's not going to be like yesterday's, which was a friggin' disaster. Potpourri of lies. This is potpourri, potpourri? of... Get the wrong, right question. Yeah. Right, get, wrong... Get the right, wrong answer. Right, right, wrong like, answer. Get the right, that wrong was so answer. so confusing. Oh, Pepe had a game yesterday, DeMarco. It was oh, wild. Oh, DeMarco, it was oh. unbelievable. At the game, he you was guys talking can about... Hear me. I loved it. <laughs> yes. Course. Yeah, you're there, DeMarco. Oh, sorry. What's up, man? Hey, game of... Uh, so, the wrong answer is the right answer. Right. That was yesterday. yesterday. Today, we're oh. going to have the regular uh, version, which is the right answer equals the right answer. Okay, great. Okay. okay, I'm in. All right, here we go. Uh, this is potpourri. It's a lot of different subjects, and we'll see what you guys know. It's all either or. So there's. Two I like choices. your either or games. Either or makes you it use ChatGPT for these, right? No, I do not. Okay, I don't use ChatGPT for this. All right, uh, here's number one. How many NBA wins does the Lakers franchise have? And this includes Minneapolis. Okay. It is either 3507, 3507, or 4002. It is one or the other. Momo, which is it? 3507. 3507. DeMarco? 3507. 3507. Bergman? 3507. 3507. Brian? Let's go with the other option. Yeah, you should have stuck with the crowd there. There would have been a huge thing. I love that you guys think I had some idea. No, I was thinking that there would have been a whole huge announcement of 4,000 wins. Yeah, Yeah, we would have heard about that. It would have happened a couple days ago. Okay, so uh, Momo, DeMarco, and Bergman on the board. I put into it. Here is number two. (laughs) Think, play the game, not the player, or something like that. In the 17th century, (laughs) what was toilet paper known as? (laughs) It is either rock, bum fodder, or private wipes. Bum fodder or private rights wipes. DeMarco, Uh, bum fodder. Gotta be fodder. I just wanted to hear those two words on the air at the same time. (laughs) Bergman, what are you saying, man? I gotta play you. Right. <laughs> but bum fodder. Bum fodder, says Bergman. Brian. Bum fodder. Bum fodder. And uh, Momo. Private wipes. Private wipes. Momo. Bum fodder is always the right answer. Let's try to make a move. Serious. Bum fodder. Bum fodder. Wow. Bum fodder. All right. So I don't Kathy, think they had wipes back right. in the day. DeMarco and Bergman both on the board with two. Momo's got one. Brian's got one. Number three. The Marvel starring Brie Larson opened this weekend to the worst ever opening in oh. weekend in the history of Marvel. Before this, what was the worst opening weekend ever for a Marvel mm. movie? It was either The Eternals or The Incredible Hulk. The Eternals or The Incredible Hulk, which one was previously the worst of all time, Bergman? Okay, they were both absolutely horrendous. Yeah, they're both terrible movies. So, but I think people want to see The Eternals because of the actors. Um, Incredible Hulk. Incredible Hulk. Uh, Brian? I think it's The Hulk. Hulk. Momo? I will also say The Hulk. The Hulk. And DeMarco? Is that the Eric Bana one? Yeah, the Eric Bana one with Jennifer uh, Connelly, directed by okay, Ang Lee. Okay, Hulk. Then definitely Hulk, yeah. Hulk it is. Yeah, it was the Eric Bana one. It's Wasn't terrible. it during COVID, too? No, no, no. Oh, this no. goes back. It was shot in San Francisco oh, back okay. in about 2000. They, they had the director, right? He was hot at the time. Ang Lee. Ang Lee, that guy, yeah. yeah. Ang yeah. Lee did that? Ang Lee yeah. did that, yeah. yeah. It was oh. awful. Yeah, it was terrible. Wow. All right, and he uh, never worked again. DeMarco, <laughs> uh, no, he went on to win <laughs> Best Picture <laughs> no, for the Life of no. Pi. Uh, DeMarco, three. <laughs> Bergman, three. Momo, two. Brian, two. Here is number four. The Lakers, who played the Grizzlies earlier this week at Crypto. Um, who's the leading scorer in Grizzlies history? The leading scorer in Grizzlies okay. history. Bergman, it is either Marc Gasol or Mike Conley. Oh, that's not the name I was thinking of. I thought it was Zach Randolph. Um, Mike, Marcus Sol or Mike Conley? Yes. Mike Conley. Mike Conley. Brian. I'm going to go Conley. Conley. Mo. Hmm. I'm going to say Conley. Conley. Cap, or DeMarco. I'll go Conley as well. Conley is the correct answer. Marcus yeah. is second. Yeah. In franchise history. It's close, but Conley Again, was there longer. Heard, yeah. I feel like he was there longer. <laughs> okay. What is the official animal for Scotland? It is either the swan or the unicorn. The swan right. or the unicorn. Momo, it's back to you. What is the official animal for Scotland? Swan. Swan. Uh, DeMarco. Uh, swan. Gotta swan. Be. Uh, Bergman. I mean, it's not a real animal, the unicorn. Swan. 
Swan, and Brian? Uh, they got the Loch Ness. I'll go Unicorn. The correct answer, Unicorn. Damn. Yes. Wow. Uh, no way. Cheap. They made that their <laughs> national animal. Animal. It's not a real uh, animal. That, that That is their national animal. It's you not- tell them that. It's Scotland. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brian, four. Like DeMarco, four. Bergman, four. Momo, three. Everybody's in this. What did ancient Romans put in a glass of wine? It is either a piece of toast or a grape. What did ancient Romans put in a glass of wine? A piece of toast or a grape? DeMarco. Toast. I think I've seen it in the movie. Toast. Bergman. Well, he said that. I'm going to go with DeMarco and the toast. He saw it in a movie. Brian. Saw it in a movie. It's toast. Toast. Everybody saw the same movie. Momo? Toast. Toast is the correct answer. And yeah. if you think of this logically, it makes sense. Does it? Well, a grape you raise is wine. a toast. Oh. Uh, and raise also, a toast. That's where it came uh, from. Well, why would you put a grape into a grape wine? <laughs> correct. That's the other part of it. Yeah. But raise a toast is where that and came from. It kind of messes like up that. the wine. Oh, it's on top of it, I guess. On top it doesn't of fall it. Yeah. in. Okay. It was for good yeah, luck. Okay. All right. Number seven. What National League player has the biggest value, has the biggest contract in total value? National right. League player, biggest contract in total, total value. value. It is either Mookie or Manny Machado. DeMarco. Oh, man. Uh, I'll go Machado. Machado. Bergman. I think it is Machado. Machado. Brian. Johnny Hustle. Johnny Hustle it is. Momo. Not Johnny Hustle. <laughs> I think it's Machado. He did an extension this year. The correct answer. Mookie, $365 oh, million to Machado's $350 million. So there's that. Yeah, there's I could that. have made one a point up. You could have made that one up. Brian Darn. five, Bergman five, DeMarco five, and Momo four. We've got three left. Actually, we've got two left. Number eight. The movie Napoleon comes out for Thanksgiving, directed by 85-year-old Ridley Scott and starring Joaquin Phoenix. What was Napoleon most afraid of? <laughs> it is either cats or rats. Cats or rats. What was Napoleon most afraid of? Uh, we'll start with DeMarco. Uh, Bill and Ted's, Bill and Ted. Wasn't it cats? You say cats. Uh, Bergman. Cats. Cats. Brian. I'm going to go rats. Rats. And Momo. Cats. Cats is the correct answer. Mm-hmm. He was terrified of cats. Um, and that gives Cappy and Bergman six points. Momo and Brian with five. The game is seemingly not very easy. Yeah. I, I'm it's sorry. not Cappy. I wrote down Cappy's <laughs> name. Yeah, okay. Sorry about that, DeMarco. Stretch it off. There's DeMarco. one more. There's one more. Um, what's the score? Well, I have to go the opposite way. Cappy six. No, it's it's Demarco. I it's wrote DeMarco. down Demarco. Just so, so erase it and write Demarco. Demarco, sorry, Demarco. <laughs> like, what happened? What happened, dude? Demarco, Demarco six. Mason Bergman thinks I'm you. Six. Why Brian is he keep calling five, you me? I have no five. idea. <laughs> Last one. Do- All right. What's the issue here? Were you talking smack on me over there? No. no. Was I? Yeah, no, no. I saw no. you talking smack over there. Oh, okay. about no. to Lindsay baseball. Yeah, one yeah. more question. One, one more, more question. Hang on, Morales. What did Babe Ruth wear under his cap to keep cool while he was playing? What did he wear under his cap to keep cool while he was playing? It is either a cabbage leaf or shaved ice. (laughs) A cabbage leaf or shaved ice. Uh, Bergman, you're one of the leaders. You go first. Ice would melt, right? Cabbage leaf. A cabbage leaf, okay. Uh, DeMarco, you're our other leader. Which way do you Uh, go? Well, Greg, um, I'll go with the shaved ice. Shaved ice. Uh, Momo. Well, I, you I guys wanna, are both out. Oh, yeah, know, you guys are both, both out. out. Both so the answers I'm going to say both. what I think it is, which okay. is the cabbage leaf. Cabbage leaf. Brian, cabbage what leaf. Do you think cabbage leaf. The correct answer. We have a winner. Who is it? It's a cabbage leaf. Yeah. Oh, oh, Marco <laughs> Bergman wins game of games. I have four now. Commanding wow. leaf. Do, do you have any more questions? <laughs> no, that <was> it. <laughs> I just missed wow. that one. You just missed that one. It was, it was, so what were you saying over there, Cappy, about me? I saw you. Oh, what wait a mean? minute. Is Cappy talking oh, trash wait. about Morales? Man. What are you talking about? This is going to be a long night in our hotel room if you're talking smack. Hey. Oh, that's already. right. You're mean? bunking together, right? Yeah. Really? Yeah, he, was, he stretched me out because I've been having this rib issue. He put me back into place. This is our first ever hotel mount. Wow. Momo, I heard the way you just said, really? Like, wait a second. I don't share rooms anymore. Hey, I'll tell you what. While you we start this, let's hit the super stager. Woo, 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 woo. La, 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 la. Why you a piece of breaking news we want to pass along. We mentioned last hour Shohei Otani announced as the American League MVP in a unanimous vote. 
We also have a unanimous vote in the National League. Ronald Acuna Jr. of the Braves is the National League most valuable player. Bergman, who finished second? Finished second was unanimous also. Mookie Betts is the unanimous second choice. And then third place was split between Freddie Freeman and Matt Olson. 17 for Freeman, 13 for Olson. There you go. So Acuna wins and uh, Mookie, Mookie Betts yeah, is that, second. Yeah. yeah. How about that? How about that, Cappy? That's Pretty awesome. amazing. Where'd Freddie f- finish? Freddie finished third. Finish. Third. Finished Freddie third. finished third. Juan Soto finished second. Sixth. Wow. Who's who's fourth? Fourth, Matt Olson, Corbin Carroll, Juan Soto, Austin Riley, Luis Rise, Francisco Lindor, Cody Bellinger. Cody Bellinger on the list. How Excellent. about that? Excellent. About so what that? are you what are you guys fighting about? You're you're bunking well, together, you're adjusting smack. each well, other. I mean, listen, it, it, was he talking smack? It, yeah. Look, it, it's like Ramona said. And Ramona, you said I don't share rooms anymore, right? Yeah. Yeah. You okay, should what, have what was the last time this wasn't my decision? When was the last time in the business? You're on an assignment, and you find yourself working for somebody who doesn't have money for a hotel room. So you go, we yeah, got to bunk up. This oh, happened. Oh, 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 oh. This did happen for a few me. times. That didn't, yeah. That's not what I'm suggesting is happening here. I'm just no, asking. That's what you're trying okay. to suggest. No, 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 you I will just said he doesn't have money for a hotel you, room. It's not like you're paying for this, the room. This happened. I was in New York. I was. Wait, hold on a minute. What if I told you? Oh, what if there I told you? There you go. I was in New York. What if I told you? Wow, you guys both did it at the same time. Wow. I like when that happens. Jinx, you anyway, owe me a 30 for 30. Yeah. Um, the, uh, <laughs> I went to New York. We were working on the podcast. Right. And my producer was um, work. She had like a freelance contract. Okay. So she wasn't on staff and they weren't going to pay for her to like stay in New York. They were just, they gave her like a hundred dollar a day hotel allowance. Yeah. And I was like, dude, you can't get a hotel <laughs> in New York for a hundred dollars. Just, I'll just get a room with two beds. Right. Nice. And I was right. like. I immediately regretted it. So you I mean, doubled up? Yeah, and she was <laughs> fine with it, but I immediately regretted it. I'm like, I don't do this anymore. I'm a grown-up. I don't yeah. share rooms. And she would go to sleep well. every night at like 10.30. Yeah, I'm feeling kind of yeah. tired. I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do? It's 10.30. Yeah, I see, s- Ramona, do I have to turn off the light too? I mean, do I have to be quiet? Yes. I have to like use the, the flashlight on my phone to go find my toothbrush or something? I don't know. So, Ramona, your story is about helping somebody yes. beneath you, if you will. Oh. She wasn't oh, beneath you. She was an amazing... You. She was uh, wow. not beneath, beneath me. You. She was an amazing producer, but, but they in were an putting org her chart. in a bag. In an org chart, yeah, right? Yeah, in the org chart, sure. Okay. okay. So, Sedano and I already did this with Cappy when we saved him from his terrible small market radio show and brought him up here to oh. L.A. <laughs> <laughs> but then, but then, did. but wait, but then, three years later, yeah, yeah, yeah. three years later, it's like, hey... We need to share a room. No, no. I'm like, wait. You what said kind we of need a hotel room. Your room. You kind? said we need a hotel room for tonight. Oh. Now Lindsay is the star of Yamaha, not us. So they weren't going to give us a room. So Lynn said, "I'll take care of you guys, but you're going to have to share a room." Whoa. I said, "Cap, you really want to do said, this?" I'll take care of it. Exactly. Oh. I said, "Cap, you really want to do this, or do you just want to drive back and forth?" Because of course we've got Sunday Swagger tomorrow. Right. right. Sunday Cappy, Swagger's tomorrow. When's Cappy the last time you've five. shared a room with a work colleague, either of you? Uh-oh. Are we talking uh, about for work or for other things? For uh, work. For, for work. Oh, okay. Well, that's been 15 years. Momo, the best part is that originally it was just one king bed because that's all oh. they had. Oh, <laughs> oh man. But we got, we, I got, I talked them into two beds. Oh, my God. Those aren't pillows. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying, Mace. <laughs> yeah, but Cappy. Mace, here's the thing. When you walk into a room. Wow. <laughs> you, you walk into a hotel room and there's, and you're with, you're with, I'm with my girlfriend. I'm yes. with Rachel. With Rachel. We walk into the hotel room and. For some reason, they couldn't get us a king bed, for whatever reason. Okay. You look at those two beds. The two queens? What do you, what do you think when you see those two queens? What's the first thing that comes to your mind? Uh, what I, I get think the is, stretch out? No, I've got, a, I've got a bed to lay all my clothes on. Yeah. That's what totally. I think. I, I'm going to set my suitcase on the other bed. It's yeah. actually two queens. They have a harder a time deal. filling the doubles, the, the two on, bedrooms. Guys. Why, Cappy? What do you think? What, what are you on. thinking? Come on. What? What, what are you? We on. Just, you, you I'm sorry. We gave you one of the answers. Is that not what you want? No, I mean, I'm going to tell you what most people think. Wrestling? Okay. okay. Most people walk in. They're a couple. Yep. They look at the two queen beds, and they're upset that they couldn't get a king bed. And they go, we're going to do it in that bed, and we're going to sleep oh in this bed. I don't think that actually is. I think you do it and sleep, true, sleep in that the same true. bed. That's exactly what people the think, The other one right? is for the clothes and the suitcases. No, I no. like a separate bed if possible. No, it's like we do it there. Oh yeah. my God. We sleep here. Yeah, no, no you're right. Tomorrow yeah. morning, we'll get up. We'll go back over there. We'll do it again. I, and then I, we'll take a little nap. I don't Why think do you that's need a separate behavior. bed? I, uh, I don't know. Yeah, what's going in on in the bed. one bed? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> what I want to know. I and mean, I don't want to know, actually. Forget no, you I don't. That. Strike nope. that from the record. <laughs> oh, I, got a, I got a whole PDF about it if you, oh. you read oh, about it. Is there a PDF <laughs> about that? Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the deal. So I go walking into this room, 
you know, I'm trying to think to myself, like, hey, look, this is like being on a team. By the way, when Cappy arrived, know? he was dressed very nicely. Were you going Good. in with him or your girlfriend? No, me. Did well, you man, go, wait, today. wait, hold on, hold on. I have many more questions. Did you, I'm confused. Did yeah. you check into the room at the same time? Oh, that's a great question. So, kind of. And they were very <laughs> interested. So, it was Lindsay, Cappy, and, and me. Oh, and she was quick to say, no, this is their room. <laughs> uh, and then the fellow looked at us like, well, the skinny one must be in the bigger guys. Uh, yeah. So then there was that whole thing. Oh, there was that whole thing. Yeah. It was embarrassing because it was like, okay, if me, Chris, and Lindsay show up and we're all checking into a hotel room together. And there's two rooms. Well, no, there's one room and <laughs> oh, there's one room. two guys yeah. and her. The person behind the, the counter is like, hmm, what's going on What here? is What's oh, up? Let me ask you guys. Here. Lindsay is like the queen of Yamava. Really Every Thursday night, she rules Yamava. Right. Are you telling me she couldn't pull like one little string to get you an extra hotel well, room? The rooms are so amazing here, and especially on concert nights like tonight, uh, GFR and Jefferson Starship are performing. Oh wow! So it's very hard to get a room. It's sold out at the value that these rooms are because they're so amazing. Well, it's sold out. You can't get a room. We built this. City okay, so what would you guys have done if she could not get you to bet? What would, Guess what, what? Would one person be on the floor? No, you bring well, in the cot. Absolutely. You get the cot the from cot. the, they bring in. For There's the not any question, Ramona. Yeah, Total absolutely. Trust. Somebody's cot on the floor. something else on our show. <laughs> so what would we have done? I, you know, oh, Ramona, circle of trust. I get it. Okay. Listen, here's the, here's the reason. I'm going to just put it out there Don't for they have you. Okay. In the rooms too, yeah. Here's the reason why I, I wanted a room here tonight. Yeah. Yamaha. And by the way, when I said a room, I screwed up. Because what I meant was a suite. But instead, I said a room. I okay. should have said I need a suite, okay? Because last time I stayed here, I had a bomb suite, dude. This play, the suites here are incredible. I have a suite next week and the week after. Wow. It doesn't help but us. I didn't want to waste it on you guys, not going to lie. Oh, there no, you I'm go. just kidding. I'm kidding. There you go. That's fair. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't blame you. Lindsay also, strikes. the suites only have one bed. Oh, right, but yeah. they have a nice couch area. Yeah. yeah. You know, Happy would have slept on the couch. I've had the two-bedroom suite here, which is... I've had the three-bedroom suite overlooking the pool. Have you gotten that one? I haven't gone three-bedroom yet. I mean, think so. she really no. is the queen of Yamaha. She, she is. is. I mean, she took well 6000 off a slot machine. Do, I did. Do, no, wait well, a minute, wait a minute. Lindsay, you hit $6,000 on a slot? Well, so I was betting... I think I was betting $5 bet on the Buffalo... So the Buffalo link? Yes. All the slots here, they're buffaloes or they're pigs. They're <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I hit, like, within five minutes with my free play... Uh, $2,500 jackpot, wow. and anything over 1200 they have to come give you a hand oh, pay. They sure. have to, literally, you put your hand out, and they put the money in your hand. Right. So while I was waiting for that one, I hit another, like, 1600 And then when I was waiting for that oh, one, I hit 2100 Everyone around guy, you is looking yes. at you, hating you. The guy, no, 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 the guy next to me, we were buds. We were talking the whole time. He was betting like a dollar a spin. And so I gave him 100 bucks when I got up and walked oh, away. Oh, nice. Because I was That's like, here, good nice. luck. Go win some money. Good because I've always wanted someone to do that to me yeah. when someone next to me won a bunch of money. Yeah. So I was like, here, here's 100 bucks. Good luck. And I took That's it cool. home and I left. Nice. Good girl. Nice. So what did you walk out with? You walked out with 5,900? Um, it was like 6,200 or something like nice. that. Good for yeah. you. Yeah. And you walked slots. out. That's, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, so she's the queen. So she was able to get a room. Um, so they were asking, what would we do if it was just one bed? Yeah. Yeah. What would you do, Chris? Floor? Couch? Floor. Well, I sleep Why would always you ask the, him that? I sleep on the edge, <laughs> no matter what. So there would have been room for you if you wanted to get in. If you yeah. didn't, you could sleep on the floor. I don't, I don't care. Know. You know, like Here's the thing, my spring Cappy, training trip that we do. It's, it's like all of my girlfriends, they all want to, like, share rooms, share beds. And I'm just like, no. Like, we're nah. in our 40s now. We're yeah, grown women. I got too much of a I don't schedule. share beds. We don't. You snore now. It's not happening. Here's what I'm hearing. Morales, you're cheap. Oh. Why is How am cheap? I cheap? Isn't it why is Cappy's it room minute, that you're staying say. in? Wait a minute. Why, is it, why isn't Cappy yeah, is cheap? it your room? No, it, it's Lindsay's it's room. Bo- it's Lindsay's room. She gave it oh. to both of us. You gave it well, to both of them. Yeah, yeah. Equally. You think she's giving anything to Cappy 50, or me? Fifty, Okay, come on. Yeah, she's not doing anything for me. I mean, she just—it's. It, put it this way: it's a room. If, if Chris was not here, and I said, "Hey, Lindsay, can I get you know a little bit of your you know room oh, sort stop. of cachet?" Yeah, you asked, would you give I me a little bit? Sure. She would be like, "She like I'll try, Cap." And then she'd be like, <laughs> "I tried, Cap," and then it didn't happen. You know what I'm saying? That's it, this yeah. is true. It's a hundred percent about Chris. If Chris weren't here, have you ever asked me some to to you know, share a hookup or whatever it is. Uh, and I said, no, I don't think so. No, I have not asked, and you have not said no. In this particular instance, I agree with Mace that you got the hookup. You hooked up Chris. You did ask first, though. I am know? piggybacking. Chris ah. wasn't even going to stay, and I had already had got it at that point. So well, That's very, 
very generous. Well, you're not cheap. So we no. have a little yeah, update I am. that I, I was hoping you guys yeah. could all settle for us. May okay? she had that backwards. Um, earlier in our show, we were talking about how Steve Mason eats every night a sweet potato, Brussels sprouts, and two bites of sauerkraut. Oh, in the community, in the community, they want they have picked up on this. Yes. I said, I want to see a picture of this. I want to see a picture every night of your dinner. And you said, I'll do it tonight. <laughs> I'll do it tonight. I said, I want to see it like three or four times. Oh, come okay? on. Well, I mean. And then Chuck Lee yeah. from the community yeah. says, tell Venice Mays he did 58 straight shows. Now we want 58 straight days of both oh, from yeah. him I'm not taking eating oh, wow. his end of day snack. Days. Oh, that is God. a wild trio of foods to consume at the end of your day. Challenge accepted, why do you Mace. Think, why do you think nobody believes me that I do this? Because <laughs> it doesn't sound is that what you eat? good. Is that what you eat every day, Mace? Like, literally, that's your dinner. Yeah. How many days out of the week? I, I feel eat, like I this eat would Brussels be... sprouts. I eat uh, sweet, potatoes. sweet potatoes before like before dinner. <laughs> like, are, like, steam the Brussels sprouts? Or you steam Brussels them? sprouts with uh, okay. a little olive oil and salt. So just uh, straight up Sweet Brussels. potato, baked with a little oil on it and a little uh, salt. Sweet yeah, potato. That's, that's so okay. And then two forkfuls of sauerkraut because it's okay. good for your digestive system. It's a prebiotic. And I don't know so what. digestive, Cappy. What, Got it. Why does that not sound realistic? It sounds really healthy. It just doesn't sound very tasty. I think that's why people are kind of shocked. Oh, Brussels sprouts are delicious, man. So I would, I would love to see 58 straight days of sweet potatoes, Brussels sprouts, and sauerkraut. Well, that's not that- going to work for him. That Momo, feels you know like why? a bit of the year kind why? of thing. Like if you videotape no. this and you made like a daily diary it. of it. Yeah. yeah First sure. of all, he ain't going to win bit of the year on that. I'm not Cappy trying would... to win bit of the year. No, you are because on November And by the 30th, way, that hot dog thing, forget it. I looked at a picture of that hot dog. There was no friggin' way any single person could eat that. We've oh. watched people oh, do wow. it. Oh, wow. Wow. I've watched people, people eat two the people. entire thing. Two. Yes. Two people. How big is it? 22 inches. 22 inch glizzard. Yeah, yeah. So in less than five minutes, both and, of them. And it's got so much go. stuff on top. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Somebody two feet ordered a hot one dog? to go. Mace, do it without all the stuff on it. No, no. That, that, that's that not, I could that's do. Not yeah. No, that's not valid. That's not valid. Because that's our category. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, we, yes. we finished the 22 inches right. together, but still. Remember, yeah, Mace. Yeah, but if one person does it, doesn't that trump the two people so doing it? So when we were talking about yes. it, Mace, you said, I'm going to do it. When have I ever turned down a bit? I will always oh. do it. And we told you everything that was on it. You said, I'm doing it anyway. Wow. I don't turn down bits. And now Ray you're turning down one. a bit. <laughs> Mace, wow. you got to see this the way the guy bit. who just recently broke the record. I also think you could totally fake this one, too. Yeah, Mace, this guy looks into it. This guy looks at all the chili. live to prove it. Sorry, go ahead. Cappy. I just thought my mic was off. No, no. <laughs> Mo- Momo's too into it. If there's a, if there's a moment of dead air, Momo is going to be there. Go ahead, Cappy. Ramon, I appreciate the passion for the subject. Yeah. Yeah. I say so much stupid things. <laughs> that is what oh were you God. saying? What were you saying? I was, here's the thing. Yeah. The dude who just recently broke the record. Yes. He looked at the entire 22 inches, the bun, the fries, the, the cheese, the, yeah. the chili, the peppers. He looked oh. at all of it. And you know what he did, DeMarco? What? He didn't go pick it up and try and eat the whole thing. He went right in for the glizzy. He pulled this thing out, <laughs> both hands. I yeah. swear to you, bro. I'll show you the video. And then he just started munching on it. <laughs> <laughs> he just started munching this thing down. <laughs> and then after he had like five or six bites of this thing, he put it down and he started scooping all the like the chili and the cheese and the onions and the fries. You've never seen anything like this no. before. No, you still I still have haven't. the video? Where wow. I'll find it. I'll find it. I want to yeah, watch find it. that. I want to see that. Sounds gross. Um, hey, tomorrow that- we're doing a, you guys are at Yama Vanah. Tomorrow we're doing a great uh, live show at Sunday Swagger headquarters in your Belinda. Cappy, and it's going to be me, Cappy, Corporate Greg, Producer Lindsay, and Chris Morales uh, tomorrow starting at 1 o'clock. Um, do we have uh, hijinks planned? Is there something going on there that we're... So we're... more importantly, we've got giveaways every 15 minutes Ooh. of great Sunday Swagger merch, okay? Yep. Cappy and I are going to be grilling hot dogs all afternoon. Oh, nice. Probably sharing them again. Nice. Plus, you can do your Black Friday shopping right there on the premises. It's open to the public. You don't have to do it on the website. You come, you bring your payment of choice, they swipe, or they just tap. Bam! Your, son, your, your holiday shopping's done. That, nice. Now, um, Mace, yeah. you ask about hijinks tomorrow. Yeah. Are you prepared to do sort of one of our guerrilla warfare plug into a dartboard Whoa. broadcasts? Well, is that what that is that what we're doing? 
Yeah, yeah no like, engineer. Yeah, do you Kathy's not? Kathy's just plugging in his Ethernet cable into the <laughs> yeah, wall. Like, we do not have a professional engineering setup tomorrow. You're not going to show up, wow. and there's going to be microphones sitting there for you. Oh. And the professional setup we have here at Yamaba today. None of that. Tomorrow is, like I call it, guerrilla warfare broadcasting. Okay, I so, like Kathy, here's the thing. I don't even have one of those Comrex machines. Is that going to work? Mace, I am broadcaster, will travel, will broadcast. I walk up, I got everything, man. He stole all this equipment from his old employer, so we got all this equipment now for the road. <laughs> yeah. oh, Mace, we're nice. actually using your old Comrex. Oh, oh we are. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. good. Yeah, we got it all under control. Okay, good. Well, I'm excited for tomorrow. That'd be fun. Again, Just show up, that's all. Uh, yeah. Sunday I mean, Swagger I headquarters in Yorba Linda tomorrow. Um, and and tonight, are we on the air tomorrow from 1 to 5.30? 1 to 5.30. You've what? asked this of everybody seven different Tell ways. Tell me the schedule tomorrow. 1 well, to 5.30. If 5 you are getting there if at you noon. If you say the word combo plate, my head might explode. So <laughs> just saying. It's too so confusing. Happy, we're going to get there at noon and you don't want to go on until 3.30? Are you prima donna? I may have other things going on. No, you don't. No. I may. Cappy, you got to hang. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I you mean, Mason hang. and I are going on a shopping spree. That was easy. Absolutely. Yeah, no are. problem. Yeah. Mason asks, I'm in. All right, cool. That was easy. Um, hey, live from Yamava, everybody's yeah. out there. Cappy, uh, producer Lindsay, baseball, and DeMarco Farr, and you got to get out there because they're giving away a thousand bucks tonight during Thursday night football. Tomorrow we're back live from the Sunday Swagger headquarters, Mason, Ireland, seven ten ESPN.